0: Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we perceive the comparison of a pantheon of gods to a patron as portrayed in Sangam Literary Work Purananura 56 penned about the Pandya King Ilavandihai Pallitunjiya Nanmaran by the poet Madurai Kanakayanar Maganar Nakkiranar the verse is situated in the category of Padaanthinai or King's Praise and celebrates the virtues of this king. Etrevalan Uyariye erimarul Avicadai Matruarum Kanichichi, Mani Midatronum Kadalvalar Purivalai Puriyum Meenii Adalvenanjil Pani Kodiyonum Mannur Thirumani Puriyum Meenii Pulkodi Viral Veyyonum மனிமையில் உயற மாறா வென்றி பெனிமுக ஊர்த்தி ஒன் செய்யோனும் என ஞாளும் காக்கும் கால முுன்பின் தோலாா நல்ளிசை நல்வருள்ளும் கூற்று ஒத்தியே மாற்று அருஞ் சீற்றம் வலி ஒத்தியே வாலியோனை, புகழ் ஒத்தியே இகழுுணர் அடுனைை முருகு ஒத்தியே முன்னியது முடித்தலின். ஆங்கு ஆங்கு அவரவர் ஒத்தலின் யாங்கும் அரியவும் உலவூ నినക്കേ அதனால் இரவலர்க்கு அருங்கல மருகாது ஈயா யவனர் நன்கலம் தந்த தன்கமழ் தேரல் பொன்செய nalu யேந்தி நாலு மொன்தொடி மகளிர் மடுப்ப மகிழ் சிரந்து இனிது ஒழுகமதி ஊங்கு அம் கண்வி சும்பின் ஆர் அகற்றும் வெங்கதிர் செல்வன் போலவும் குடத்திசைத் திசை தன்கதிர் மதியம் போலவும் நின்று நிலையர் உலகு உடனே A long song by yet another poet about this Pandya king. The poet's words can be translated as follows. A bull on his raised flag of victory, with fire-like matted braids, with an irresistible and rare axe, is the one with a sapphire throat. A body akin to the conch shell that grows in the sea, with a plow that seeks murder, is the one with the palm tree on his flag. A complexion akin to well-washed sapphires, a bird that soars to the sky on his flag, is the one who desires victory. A sapphire-hued peacock on his flag with unceasing victories, riding on that peacock is the glowing Seon. Four are these gods who guard this world, of these four who hold the fame of never failing. In fury you are like Kutruvan, in strength like Balion. In fame, you are like Pugal who destroys enemies in fulfilling intentions. You are like Murug. As you are like these great gods, could there be anything that's hard for you? And so render rare gifts to your supplicants unceasingly and relish the joy of drinking cool and fragrant wine gifted by foreign merchants in fine vessels that are brought and raised before you in golden cups by maiden wearing shining bangles. Indeed, live so happily Maran, the one with the victorious sword. Upon that alluring sky akin to the hot red sun that dispels deep darkness and the cold red moon that rises upon the west, may you live a lasting life on this earth time to delve into the core meaning of these words. The poet starts by listing four different gods without naming them but identifying them by different elements such as their flag, the features of their skin or the accessories they are carrying. For instance, the first god is said to have a bull on his flag, have a blue throat and carry a fiery axe. The next one has skin like a conch shell, a flag with a palm tree and he carries the agricultural tool of a plow that's not so meek but seeks murder. The third one in line has skin in the hue of sapphires and a flag with an eagle symbol. The last one has a peacock in his flag and seems to ride on the same two. To say it is not a mere listing of gods for those interested in a religious education, the poet comes to the crux of the matter and says how this king is similar to each of these gods. Now we get the names of the same gods in order. Respectively, the first one is called Kutruvan, the god of death, whose characteristics contemporary Hindus associate with god Shiva. The fury of Kutruvan is summoned to be placed in parallel to this king. Likewise, the next is Balion, identified currently as Balaraman with his characteristic plow, and this god's strength is equated to this king. The third one with blue skin and eagle flag is called as Pugal, which is the word for fame in contemporary Tamil, and this god is known currently as Thirumal or Vishnu. And in attaining victory, the king is said to be equal to this particular god. Finally, the fourth god with a peacock vehicle and a similar flag is called as Murugu, currently called as Murugan and this god's quality of fulfilling whatever he plans to do is likened to the king. After this neatly wrapped up presentation of parallels, the poet puts forth the question asking whether anything at all would be hard for this king. Requesting the king to render charity without reservations to supplicants, the poet also wishes the king delights in a life where he savours the fine wine brought by foreign merchants who are referred to as Yavanar, served to him by maiden wearing golden bangles. The poet ends the verse by wishing that like both the hot sun and the cold moon, the king should live on forever a verse that gives insight into the belief in gods by some poets in Sangam times. From these references, I understand God as an epitome of a certain laudable quality. It's like they take an abstract characteristic and render it in vivid physical form, perhaps to make it tangible and accessible to the common people. Kings being equated to gods and kings acting as if they are gods is nothing new in history. What's interesting here, though, is that mention of foreign merchants Yavanar bringing wine in well carved vessels, and this ties up with the many archaeological discoveries of amphoras having Greek and Roman origins in many Sangam era sites in Tamil Nadu and Kerala. Trade between these far off outposts were very much active in that ancient world, and it's intriguing to imagine what might have transpired in these past interactions between people of different ethnicities. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.